Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker, and remember, you're never alone. Uh, tonight, we're going to talk about uh, man's men's self-deletion, men's ending their own lives um, at the highest rate that it's been in 20 years. And this is a pretty a pretty dark topic. I, I don't want to try to go too dark into it, but it is something that is serious, and it's something that we need to be aware of. Not only that, so we can help other friends or other family members that may be um, that may be having this problem, but also because we need to we need to be mindful of this because of the issues that it brings forth in society. You know, a lot of us come to this type of channel where you might say it's uh, like men's advice and men's health and making fun of, of you know, <laughs> the, uh, the girl power movement and some of their bad actions and things. But the truth of it is almost all of us find channels like these usually when we're not in the uh, best of mental places. Either we're angry because we got cheated on, we got used, we got left behind, we thought we did things right, and we were kind of discarded. Or we find places like this because a lot of times people, uh, men start to lose hope, and they're pretty upset about things, and they don't want to feel alone. They want to listen to advice or listen to somebody else that just says, hey, we've been there. When When I say we, I mean me. I mean probably so many of you that watch this channel. Now, maybe it's not to the point where you decide, hey, I'm going to take myself out, but maybe it is to the point where things aren't aren't going well in your life and you, you don't want to feel alone. You want to know that there are other people going through it because sometimes um, even if you're going, if you're, even if you're going through something tough, sometimes it does help and to know, help to know that other, other people are going through this. There is a path through it and uh, they can, you can make your way out on the backside. So if this is one of you, please make sure to get some help. Please make sure to talk to somebody and don't try to man up and power through this. Um, you know, the the self-deletion, as uh, I want to call it, uh, it's a real problem. And that's not one that, that you should handle alone. So make sure you talk to someone. But let's talk about these stats because this is actually information. This is an article that's like one or two days old now. I have two of them. These are from statistics before the bug hit, which made things even worse. So we know the numbers are worse and things are already at a 20 year high. Um, This is an article that's written by, um, uh, if I can think of it, Peter Lloyd. I like his work. He's very much a a kind of a men's advocate and he writes articles that are, are quite good. So let's read into it. Let's talk about the stats and then let's talk about a way out of this on the backside. Before we, we, um, uh, before we get in too deep, please, a little reminder, please, if you will, like and comment and share this and get this out there so that at least other guys can hear, number one, the numbers, number two, that they're not alone, and number three, they need to get help, and there's there are supports so that you're, you're, this is not something you'll face alone. So they say the male um, self-deletion is at, an, at a 20-year high, given the world hates us, is anyone surprised? And yes, I have to change that word because if I use the traditional word, YouTube flags it won't, and won't put it on the main page uh, for new people to see it. New official records reveal men in the UK are ending themselves at record levels and at a rate three times higher than women. Waging a war against straight white males is call, and calling 
masculinity toxic isn't helping. Increasingly, men would rather uh, end themselves than live in the modern world. That's not melodrama. That's not overstatement or embellishment on my part. It's a cold, hard fact. New data published on Tuesday by the Office of National Statistics found that male um, self-deletion has soared to a 20-year high. Specifically, there were 5,691 um, self-deletions registered in England and Wales during 2019 with a rate of 11 deaths per 100,000 people. I'm going to quickly jump over to this other article because it's on the same, and that's over in the UK. Here in the United States, America is facing 18 self-deletion uh, a new uh, self-deletion um, emergency. Six months ago, we could not have imagined that our daily vocabulary would be filled with the bug word. And while perhaps we're getting tired of hearing about it, can't ask but why we haven't used, uh, used it to bring up the urgency to confronting teen self-deletion. The race to find a cure, blah, blah, blah. The numbers they talk about here is 2,000 14 to 18-year-old uh, 14 to 18-year-olds dying every year by this. And uh, that's about one in, in three injury-related um, life-ending events for young men. That is a huge number. A third of all young men between 14 and 18 do it at their own hands. And this is, I would not say it's urgent. I would say this is an emergency. And we need to talk about this more. Now, even here, it's a struggle because I have to change my words because of the algorithms on YouTube. But it tells you how... how uh, even trying to discuss a topic like this, a lot of times is just swept under the rug. They just don't, they don't want to talk about it like it's not a problem. So I'm going to come back over to this article, but to let you know as I'm speaking, this actually, they talk about the highest rates in the UK is men from age 45 to 49. And the American article focuses on the younger men, but come to find out that they're kind of all the same, same to statistics, which are, are men, men are not happy with the way things are going in this world. And that's uh, and they talk about it in this article. So once we get there, we'll talk about it. New, uh, let's see. Specifically, men were uh, men accounted for three quarters of those four thousand three hundred three, compared with one hundred uh, one thousand three hundred eighty eight women. And this is all before the bug had us locked down with our torments, and some men, sometimes our tormentors. Most notably, it is middle aged men, forty five to forty nine, who are most likely to end themselves. And according to the ONS. It's uh, partly their own fault. Um, I will I will add on to that and say the 45 to, to 49 range, uh, many of this is guys that have lost their jobs are unable to get a position that they once had um, because younger people are filling it for less money. They're maybe seen to be aging uh, out of the market. And the, also this is a, a prime age for the divorce. You know, if, if women are doing it, if men traditionally marry and date younger and women are, are leaving them at a younger age, that means the guys are older. So maybe this has to do with the child support and um, alimony and losing your family and feeling like it's too late for me to start over. Maybe I'm not going to find somebody. Maybe I'm going to be alone. And that weighs upon them very heavily. It's one of the first reasons why I started this channel, as a matter of fact, was because a friend of mine took himself out. And below, I used to have that video up. And every time I posted it, people would jump on saying, no one is that draconian and no one's that hard on somebody. And that doesn't make sense that you would try to get someone to pay 100% of what they make. But it is what happened to him. And um, and then I would get the video, people would keep flagging it to have it removed as being 
aggrandizing or I was just trying to garner viewers by putting it up. And so I just said, you know what, I'm going to take it down. But as you can see, now I have a lot more viewers and I want to talk about it again. I'm going to leave a link to uh, Joe Rogan talking with Dave Foley. Uh, Dave Foley is a comedian and actor. They were on the TV show um, uh, News Radio together. And Dave talks about his uh, alimony and his child care costs coming in to like $50,000 a month more than he actually made. And that if he didn't pay it, they were going to put him in jail. And if he couldn't, while he was in jail, if he couldn't pay it, they were going to keep him there. In other words, he'd be basically in forever. So he had to flee his uh, uh, his country of record or his country of birth, uh, Canada, become an American citizen, and he can no longer go back to, to Canada. He can no longer back, go back and see his kids. He's He, like, had to estrange himself. I'm going to leave that link down in the sources below. Please watch it. It is eye-opening. Um, they laugh and they have a, a joke about it because it was long enough ago, but it's pretty serious, and, and it's it's something very awful. Um they say general, generally higher uh, rates of self-deletion among middle-aged men in recent years might be because this group is more likely to be affected by economic adversity. Alcoholism and isolation, they say in their report, it could be also this group is less inclined to seek help. Uh, and he says, what a, what a load of BS, basically. Even if this were partly true, it fails to acknowledge the much bigger factor in men's uh, endings. The, the constant nagging anti-male sentiment that now dominates multi, uh, modern culture, everywhere from classrooms to courthouses. And we've talked about this before on TV, in commercials, in movies, in news articles that half the time I read here, in the new laws that are coming out. Everything is against guys. There are so many claims and guys are ending, uh, spending years in jail on a false report with no evidence. Guys are getting removed from their jobs because a report was made. And again, just the, well, you know, we can't have somebody that has allegations against them working here. So we've got to ask you to leave or we're firing you. And and we're just being shoved into a corner. They continue on. Uh, after all, this is no, there's no demographic more despised than men. Forget uh, militants and convicted um, adult offenders. It's uh, straight men who are publicly public enemy number one if you're male you're the enemy but if you're female you're the future this is the narrative that's been building steadily over the last few decades and it's no coincidence that male self-deletion has grown alongside it years ago back in the 1970s the rates of um, men doing this were much lower simultaneously the views of uh the girl power movement only existed on the fringes of society they did not have a huge huge effect on government policy or media narratives they did not dominate news agendas or skew the reporting of global health bugs such as the current one. Now, 50 years on, the exact opposite is true. Most things that are designed to benefit, celebrate, or protect women, usually at the expense of men. I've talked about this uh, multiple times, even going right to college. It was always, we need to prop women in college. We need to help women in college. They're so far behind. They're struggling. They're struggling. Come to find out women are graduating um, more than men or women are graduating at a 60% to 40% women versus men. So men are down now 20%. And so you should say, hey, the men are behind here. We need to help them. But if you go look at the, uh, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The scholarships available for women on a page that I pulled up, there were 310, 210, I forget the number, but it was over two or 300 to the men having like 20 so it's still much easier as a woman to get 
into college to get these programs to help pay for things to prop them up even though it's the men that are 20% behind. They can uh, they continue on. Uh, as a consequence of this, there are very few spaces where we can exist without endless criticism, ridicule, and disrespect. It's the harsh reality, not isolation or drinking or being less inclined to seek help, which explains why so many men are giving up. Quite frankly, the war against them is exhausting, and it starts early. Back in 2017, the Times newspaper ran a feature article called How to Raise Boys to Be Decent Men, which was full of advice on how to build feminist men who rejected maleness. Naturally, there was no equivalent guide to women, and this is precisely the problem. See, women are deemed virtuous and inherently good regardless of what they do in life. Even if they never achieve anything, they're still valued by society. Their lives are given automatic inherent worth. Merely existing makes them special. Boys, on the other hand, only have value while they are young. Uh, as soon as they stop being children, they are judged on their utility as men. Usually this equates to how much money they can earn and provide either to the state or to women. Once men have been rendered useless, either by an employer or an ex, they're considered uh, an ex-wife. They're considered to feel their presence of little worth. I went through a really, really dark phase after my divorce. It was when I was about 35. I'd been together for eight years. I was raised by my parents who are still together. My grandparents were together until they both passed, as were my aunt and uncle until my aunt recently passed from cancer. And uh, all, everybody in my family, the older generation, was all married once and stayed together. And so I had the crazy thought in my head that if I was a good provider and I was a good man and I was reliable and I was dependable and I provided, then I would be married and I would get all the lovely things that come from marriage and I would be happy. And that did not happen. <laughs> that didn't happen at all. And so when you come out of that at 35... Um, there's a, a year or two, I think, maybe even three, where I had this pressure on me where I was nervous and I was scared. I was saying to myself, I've got to find somebody. If I want to have a wife that wants to adventure with me and be with me and spend time with me, I need to find somebody now when I'm still kind of young and still want to do this stuff. Because once I get into my 50s and 60s, it's much harder to meet somebody. So I felt a lot of pressure to date, a lot of pressure to find that right person. And when I couldn't, it was it was stressful. Well, eventually, that stress went away. And that went away by me having a good job and me finding other purpose in my life other than dating and me finding out, hey, instead of looking for a long-term relationship, casual relationships uh, can be just as fulfilling as long as you have friends and other things to support your life. And if you have that, then the relationship isn't the end-all, be-all that you think it is. Actually, a good network of friends and family if you don't have the family, that's okay. Friends, a pet, um, and a, you know, a, I guess you could call it a society like we have here where there are other guys that say, hey, man, me too, or listen to my story, or let me tell you what happened to me, or, or all the other issues. And then when you see subs, not just on my channel, but on some of these other channels, like Abin Preach or some of the other bigger channels, you know, they've got four or 500,000 subs. These are our areas where men say, hey, I hear you, man, and I'm with you. So, if you are one of these people going through a rough time, please understand there are so many of us that are in the same boat. It does get better. It does get better. Trust me on that. And for the younger men that are really struggling, I had some really miserable, miserable years in high school. Not to the point where I thought of taking myself out, but man, did I have some awful years. 
looking back when I was 21 or 22 or 23, somewhere around there, looking back to my high school years, I had a laugh at what I thought was a big deal. I, you know, whether you, uh, the girl broke up with you and then she went out with a, you know, the sports star or the girl that you really liked ended up uh, sharing a, a picture of, and now this wasn't for me, but I mean for you guys, of it, uh, you guys talking and texting and you said something awkward. She screenshot it and shared it with other people. All those things seem really heavy when you're young. But over time, you realize, like, I haven't seen my high school, a, a couple of them, two or three of them. I haven't seen other than that. All the people I went to high school with, I never think about them. They never think about me. I could walk up to them and they could look me dead in the eye and have no idea who I am because of this and this. I surprisingly had hair in high school and I did not have a beard. So, um, and then when I was in my 20s, all the all the problems of, oh my gosh, every time I go to a club, I'm not getting any action or, or uh, there's times. Now, other times everything was great. But when you have a bad time trying to date, and then you have a, a good time, you kind of forget about those bad times. But what happens if you have a bad time and the good time never comes around after that? It feels like it's dragging on and on and on. And that's where people say, maybe there's no reason to stick around. And and that's why it's so important to say there is. There is. Because you have to find a goal and something to strive for that's other than a relationship, that's other than media and everybody else talking negatively about you. It's doing what's right for you. For me, that's travel. And I'll tell you, um, to sidetrack here, when I was in Iceland, um, I got off the, I got off the, the at the airport. I didn't realize that it was like 20 kilometers, 25 kilometers, which is like 10 or 12, 15 miles. I forget what it is. 20 or 30 minute drive. It was a long ways. Um, I forget how long it was, but you have to. I had to hitchhike to to Reykjavik. And then from there, I ended up hitchhiking all the way the, around the border of Iceland. It took me a month. And I'd just stick out my thumb. I'd have my backpack on my back, stick out my thumb, ride with somebody for to the next gas station, which there aren't many, or have them drop me off at a, a picnic table in the middle of nowhere with a beautiful site. And I'd set my bag down, set up my tent. I'd sleep there for the night. I'd wake up with a beautiful sunrise or something. And just realizing that you're one out of, I don't know how many hundreds of billions of cells and 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 that there there are amazing moments in this life to, to to see you just may not be in a place to access them now after that trip it woken it, it kind of um opened my eyes to how beautiful everything is and how wonderful things can be and it was really a life-changing moment for me point being there's going to be a life-changing moment for you where you are going to be okay on your own and the outside influences of the world do not bother you and you, you, it'll, it'll just kind of, I don't know if it'll be a snap moment like it was for me, or if it'll kind of seep into you where day after day, you're going to wake up and you're going to be a little better and you're going to go to the gym. You're going to eat, you're going to take care of yourself. You're going to find some motivation and things will probably come around for you. In most cases they do. Now, if they don't go, go get some professional help, but a lot of times they do. So no matter how, how dark it is, you know, the expression, it's always darkest before the dawn. That is, that is true in some cases. All right, let me, let me finish uh, reading up on this article here, but I, I just wanted to get that out to you guys. Um, that, that I, I think that's really important. Um, they say, uh, boys, on the other hand, uh, talked about that. Fortunately, I've never been um, wanting to take myself out, but if I were, I've no doubt the world's hatred of my gender would be enough to push me over the edge. Sometimes when I see indifference towards the growing numbers on male self-deletion, I wonder if that's the plan all along. Okay, that's the entire article. The other one I have over here is kind of the same thing. They're talking about 
percentages of students and uh, like numbers, you know, like seven out of every 100 or, or I'm sorry, seven out of every 50, something like that, seven out of every 50. I'll leave both these links down below if you want to look at the actual statistics. But my whole point here is, guys, that this isn't a topic I often talk about. I, I A lot of times the videos that I do that talk about the very serious issues we face, unfortunately, are not the clickbaity, funny, interesting most uh, exciting topics and so they don't get as many views but I actually think these these type of videos are the most important ones I do so if you're if you're whenever you're having a bad day whenever you're having a rough time whenever you're thinking maybe about throwing in the towel and and calling it quits understand men go through this in their teens men go through this in their young days of dating when the girl that they're into is running around with a guy my age because I have money and I can take them on vacations and and uh, you know have a good time with them overseas to Thailand or something then as you get a little bit older you start realizing hey you know what maybe I'll get married and maybe that marriage doesn't work out and then all of a sudden you find yourself at 30 to 40 maybe 45 50 somewhere around there and you say oh my gosh I'm on the the back side of the hill right because when you're young everything's ahead of you and sometimes when you're really young that can be seen that can seem overwhelming just work your way through it and it'll be okay but a lot of times especially with older guys when you get out of the relationships and work isn't going so well and maybe she took you for half your cash and you're on that backslide realizing you have less years uh, left on this planet than than you have more of in other words that that you you're definitely in the later half of your life when you get to that point, that's the midlife crisis. That's where guys really start questioning, where am I going? What am I doing? There's nothing worth living for. I've lost everything. But I will tell you, it, it it's different for everyone. So I can't answer and, and I can't tell you that things are going to be better if you do X, Y, and Z. I can tell you, though, that unless it is a medical condition, if you're just in a, in a bad place, there are ways you can work your way out of it. There are ways you can improve yourself and definitely go seek help. In some cases, it can be it can be a chemical imbalance and you can get medication that will help with that. So make sure to talk to a professional about this because that may also be your issue. But I'll, I'll leave my parting words with this. Guys, if you have a struggle, if you know someone that has a struggle, or when people ask you why, why are you a bachelor? Why are you going your own way? Why are you so against the girl power movement and, and all this stuff? This is... a this is a direct answer right here because it is literally harming a lot of guys that aren't mentally ready to handle life on their own. And that's why hopefully we can get more men aware of this so they can find ways to work themselves out of it. Guys, if you'd like to support my work, links are below as always. If you have, thank you very much. And the best way you can support me is like, comment, share, subscribe, check out my older videos as well. And make sure to please, again, just comment anything, like it, and uh, share it so more people can be aware of this because even if, you know, I'm not a professional or anything like this, but every time that a guy hears, hey, we know, we're in there with you, hang in there, maybe that's enough to, to be that one final voice that says, okay, I'm going to go get help or okay, I'm going to talk to somebody about this or hey, I'm not alone in this and, and maybe maybe things won't be so bad. Uh, guys, that's it for me. This is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. And remember, there's at least, uh, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. No matter what, no matter how big bad things are, no matter how bad they get, 
Promise yourself you won't do anything until tomorrow. And then that next day when you wake up, first thing you tell yourself is, I'm not going to do anything until tomorrow. As long as you repeat that mantra and you you realize that life is just one day after another after another, just make it to the next day, make yourself a little better, a little stronger, a little more knowledgeable, get some help, realize other people are in this with you, and, and you'll chug through it and and uh, that we're here to support you in the in the men's community because none of us have have ever had a life that is easy all of us go through this at some point mm-hmm.